everybody. Welcome to Three Fat Truckers. We're your hosts. I'm Bill. Joining me, as always, are my two fantastic co-hosts, Dave and Steve. How's it going, guys? How you doing today, Bill? Hey, everybody. Enjoy the show. Yeah, this is episode 21, recorded on the 19th of November, 2022. Show notes will be linked in the uh, show description, if I remember. If not, I don't know. Make do. Uh, we've got a special guest this week, guys. What do you think? Uh, this is uh, Dan. He's uh, an old buddy doing, of mine. Dan? How are we doing, Dan? Enjoy Welcome to the show, Dan. Now, I, I, I asked Dan to come on the show because um, he he made a post on Facebook last week, and it kind of it rang true to me because it got me to thinking about something that had been on my mind once or twice over the years where... Um, you know, sometimes I think we drivers, and this is I know this is not going to be popular. I think sometimes we drivers get caught up in our victim mentality and we we we're in a sort of denial about uh, some of the things that we do that might be contributing to some of the bad attitudes that we get out in the public, you know some of the obvious behavioral problems that you know that we have and the you know, just a lot of bad habits that we've got. So, um, Dan, why don't you go ahead and tell the story about what you what you came across recently? That was in the we were in the Loves in Chandler, Arizona, down in there last week, and went in to use the restroom. And that you know, the line in there that's a small restroom had four stalls in there for if you to go do your business. And uh, two of them could go in, one flooded, and the other one, another guy looks at me and says, "You don't want to go in that one." And I said, "Why is that?" And he goes, "Man, listen, I used to haul cattle." And I said, well, I'm very familiar. I used to do the same thing. He goes, so I'm suggesting you don't go in there. And I'm like, why? So I said, uh, he says, yeah, just look in, the, in there real quick. We looked, and some grown man had went in there and went to the bathroom and wiped his, let me put it politically correct here, his feces all over the walls, the door, the floor. I mean, it's a grown man. Come on, guys. We're all truck drivers, man. And I told Bill about it. I told Bill, I said, man, you need to put that on your show. And I said, this has been ridiculous. We've been out here a long time, Bill and I, and I'm not sure about the other two fellows on the show because I'm not familiar with them. But I've known Bill for since the 90s. But uh, it's just ridiculous, man, the stuff that we got to see. And, and listen, somebody's got to clean that up. And that man had to actually go get a hazmat suit on, a full face mask, and some gloves that come all the way up to, like a vet glove, come all up to his elbow up here like a horse man. Um, and it was horrible. I mean, and, and there's no reason that a grown man that drives a truck or you call yourself professional that should be doing anything like that. You know, and the interesting thing is I brought this up in conversation with a couple of people over the week after after I reached out to Dan to make a show out of this. And it amazed me. I don't know why it surprised me, but it did. It amazed me the amount of denial I got for most of the people I talked to. Some people think that well it had to be some of them foreigners that come in and use the bathroom some people thought well that had to be somebody in a car uh it just the amount of denial that we because we're so caught up in our victim mentality as i call it you know where we think that we are we are always on the lower hand of everything that that happens out here on the road and i think we i think we need to start taking seriously you know, our responsibility for our own actions. I you know? agree. 
because it, you know it, it is true the guys park on the ramps they throw their their pee bottles out in the ditches right there they you know they they'll just throw their trash bags out they have no regard whatsoever and then they act like that all the time and then cry and moan it's the way it always has been cry and moan about lack of respect out on the road and you know i, I don't think our condition is ever going to get any better until uh we start taking responsibility ourselves and start checking ourselves. What do you think about that, Dave? Well, here's the well thing. go ahead, Dan. Sorry, on a real quick note, it's like not it's not just the ramps and the, and, and the stuff like that that they're throwing their bottles out. They do it in the truck stop parking lot. They'll dump their, their feces out. They'll throw a whole bottle of urine, a gallon jug. They'll set up in the parking lot and just drive off and leave it set here. Come on, man, a trash can 20 feet from the back of your truck. Walk your yeah. butt back, dump in the trash. Yeah. yeah, we get a lot of those uh, truck stops where they uh, like to take showers, as Steve says, in the uh, window washer tanks up there. And <laughs> uh, yeah, we got guys that really need to clean up their act a little bit in the truck stops and not be such pigs, as I say it. Yeah. Uh, everybody's in a everybody's in a big hurry. Uh, why somebody went in there to do that? It's it's hard to tell. You know, it's something wrong with them well i hate to say it's just not truck stops it's not just truck drivers you can go in a kroger and use their bathroom in the back of the store or a walmart and it's the same shit it doesn't matter where you're at it's not just so much being truck drivers it's just society everybody is lazy kids and stuff it hey, just hey, goes hey, way I think deep. I think it's, you're it's, right, Steve. Except you figure out customers what, are not going in there and then going out on the road complaining that they don't get enough respect. But I'm saying though, you got to pick and choose where you want to divide this up. Where you want to stop at? Do you want to stop at the truck stop? Do you want to stop at the gas station? Do you want to stop to the grocery store? Because it's done like that everywhere. Yeah, it's not just it's not just the truck drivers. It's nobody has any respect anymore. Right. I think and it's people nowadays that are younger than our generation. All of us, Dave's 10 years older than me and Bill. Me and Bill's in our 50s. I don't know how old you are, sir, but everybody, <laughs> they have no respect. Our generation, I mean, <laughs> hey, nobody has what happened anymore. What happened and you guys respecting your 30 elders. 40 year old people. <laughs> I respect you, Dave. I have it, but the 30 year old help. I mean, nobody's got respect for nothing anymore. They weren't brought up to have respect. I think the difference, though, is, and, and I take your point about about Kroger and that it's just a kind of a society problem in general. Yeah, I think the difference well, not here to use Kroger's brand name, but, but you know, a grocery store. Okay. Well, yeah, I've been, in, I've been in grocery stores, department stores. It's the same thing. When you go to use the McDonald's, Burger Kings, yeah. all them places. I think these, yeah. these, we, we interpret places like loves and pilot in these places. as kind of our home away because, from home. Yeah, they're they're the places that we, every day you're and, there. So the people that we come in contact with that work in those places are going to form an opinion about truck drivers based, not based on the guy that comes in and and is friendly and says hi and gets his coffee and, you know, maybe talks for a few minutes and leaves. No, they're going to, they're going to base a general opinion on this suckhead that goes in the bathroom shits all over the wall. Oh yeah. It's going to ruin. Have you guys noticed besides me, as we're there on a, as you go to a busy loves and it's late at night, there's just as many people in the car side that are traveling, you know, that come in. So 
And we can't say that it's all truck drivers at times. It's like, it's like just it's, people it's, in it's general. People in general, you got to really pay attention. To There's it. just no respect. The, yeah. That's the part that I'm talking about. Is like I spend the majority of my time out where the trucks are at because I'm in my truck at 99% sure. of the time. But you come out here and, and just like you said, at Walmart, for instance, where we live at in our hometown, they used to let a lot of RVs park there. These people would come in, they'd stay there for three or four days, and Walmart wouldn't say nothing. And these people would actually open their uh, septic tanks and dump them in Walmart's parking lot. <laughs> and Walmart kicked everybody out. They won't let you stay anymore. Well, yeah. here's everybody on Facebook, a lot of these guys posting that their truck got booted or chained at Walmart because they're parked in Walmart's parking lot. Well, here's the problem. Walmart don't want us there because one, a lot of times leave a mess. when the piss bottles are thrown out in their parking lot on the ground, yep. if you walk over where the car rack is, there's five trash cans sitting right there. And instead of walking over there and doing it, they're throwing them out on the ground. So Walmart is not it's not somebody in a car peeing in a bottle. They know where it's coming from because they got it on camera. So they're yeah. Bad. They don't want us there anymore. Well, don't complain because you created the problem, fix the problem, and stop doing the stupid crap. And we wouldn't have that problem. They took a lot oh, of yeah. Away because of crap like that. Yeah. Yep. And Just, it, well, there's the Walmart down there in Arkansas. When you cross into Arkansas, they're out of what is that? A Missouri where they got the overhead bars at, at ten or twelve feet, so trucks cannot come in their parking lot. Yeah, and, you and got they one. got a little security guard right next Blytheville, I think, is what it is there in Blytheville, Arkansas. Yeah. And they got a little security guard, and his car will come around there, and you go. You they'll let you stop a few minutes just to do your grocery shopping, but they make you leave. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Well, Bill, have you took a chance to look at the hard work I did for you today? Yes, Dave. Uh, I'm impressed. <laughs> NFG, Dave. NFG. <laughs> well, why don't you go through some of this? Because it's even funny because they even talk about CW McCoy in there. CW well, you want me to you want me to get into this this a little bit then? Mean then McCall, well, CW McCall, McCall, you mean McCoy, <laughs> Hatfield and McCoy? Where are you at? Well, so what they're what they're referring to here is our show notes, and uh, Dave has come up with the twelve essential <laughs> unspoken rules of truck driving. Oh boy, where'd you get these, Am Dave? I, only twelve. <laughs> I can't tell you it was unspoken. <laughs> well, they're not going to be unspoken. Now we're that's, that's right. they're gonna have to come up with some more rules because these are about to get well spoken. <laughs> All right, so number Steve, one, I'm gonna passing. get you one of them. I'm gonna get you one of those uh, kettles like back in the day. You won't remember this. The hat with the cans on it. No, the uh, the hillbilly had had the jug from uh, drinking Mountain Dew where he hung it over his shoulder. Over his shoulder. <laughs> oh, you. And real quick, down there, if you see my four year old pop in, don't worry. She was supposed to say hi. So. Don't mind her. <laughs> it's not a problem in the world. I mean, it's not like we're, it's not like anybody's watching. <laughs> she's my only girl, too. So, you know, she's my only girl, and, and she's full of rotten in that. And, and, and she knows it. So, and she's autistic. They, they think that she's border, borderline autistic, but she, you know, I can't test her till later in life. So, oh, I, I hate that girl. crap. Just because somebody's a little different and pays attention to and notices things that are a little different from everybody else, they want to label them like that. <laughs> Part is that she's very smart and she just it, yeah like how you think something like that but because you know every kid in the world hyper i mean look at the kids are in the world if you, if you think oh they got adhd or something like that if you go by their standards today every kid in the damn country would be adhd or autistic you know what i mean yeah my oldest boy i mean you remember curtis and they they used to say he had that asperger's syndrome and yeah 
drugged him up all those mm-hmm. years, and then when they finally took him Is off he those drugs, dragging his butt on the carpet when he gets not anymore. Well, when they took him off the drugs, he was lucky okay. enough to get off the drugs in his early teens, and now I he plays. That. He plays 36 instruments and speaks seven languages, you know, so I think we don't do real good with (laughs) identifying people that are a little different from everybody else. It it irritates the hell out of me, honestly. But if they tell you to wear a mask, you have to wear a mask. Yeah. Oh, let's not get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Wear a mask. (laughs) All right. So passing number one, passing distance truck driving rules of etiquette. Um, not passing from the right may be the obvious no-no to first-year <laughs> truck drivers. Did you write these? No, no, I didn't write them. Because they look great. Um, but when you are <laughs> out on the interstate, experienced uh, truckers rely on enhanced safe distances when using the passing lane. One of the unspoken truck rules calls for a minimum of 200 feet between the rear of your trailer and the nose of the tractor trailer behind you. If that seems like an excessive amount of distance, consider the following reasons behind it. If you pass another truck in tight quarters, you basically blind your counterpart from seeing anything except the back of your trailer. Should a vehicle suddenly break ahead, debris debris be strewn over the road or an accident occurs the trucker in the rear will be hamstrung for things from successfully making an emergency stop the 200 foot rule keeps truckers and passenger vehicles vehicle drivers safe i just love when they put real numbers into crap like this (laughs) um yeah, you know my fun, favorite. They get funnier after this. So I got I got number one point five. Um, if you pass me on the right, I'm gonna pretend like I don't see you, and then you might, <laughs> and you might have a bad day. <laughs> number two, trucker driver communication, the wave. Uh, over the road and regional drivers all spend a lot of time away from home. Many sleep in their vehicles at rest areas and truck stops as they keep the supply chains across America flowing. Needless to say, it can get a tad lonely out there at times, tossing a wave to a passing comrade or one stretching their legs before getting back behind the wheel is generally appreciated. How do you stretch your legs out the window to wave? I did that the other day. I waved at somebody. They waved one finger at me. I don't know if they should tell me I was number one or he was telling me off. <laughs> I don't like doing that because it blows the wind up my pant leg. It makes my butthole whistle. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if it's really windy, it's just. I don't think yeah. there's anybody left that don't know that butthole whistles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. That's number. That's why your butt crack goes like this and not like this, Bill. Because you slide down the side, it go. Yeah. <laughs> he tried yeah. to slide one we time. Talk about that right now. <laughs> Batman. Okay, number three is truck truck driver communication. The honk. Batman, Wonder Woman, Spider Man, and truck drivers all have at least one thing in common. They are all heroes to kids. Mm. When a youngster makes a gesture to blow the air horn, consider yourself duty bound. <laughs> the the only thing, hold on, pump the brakes. <laughs> the only sh- thing with that is I always made sure the parent knew I, the kid was wanting that because if you lay on the horns and they don't know it, I've seen them swerve off the road. <laughs> okay. Now let's pump the brakes one more time. 
it, de- it depends. depends on, depends on had, the horn you, you had. Have, my Mr. horns. All right. Your your horn. You got them big train horns like you had <laughs> on the side of his frame, There's blowing at the car. Three. There were three. There were six of them. Three on each side. Drivers level on. They would go right in their window, pointing directly into the. Right off my headache rack, off my chain box. Probably. No, if you read a little farther, you you'll uh, get your answer to that. For the train tracks, the rats so they can get away from them. <laughs> oh, okay. So when when a youngster makes a gesture to blow the air horn, consider yourself duty bound. And one little known secret about the unspoken trucker truck driving rule is that adults get a kick out of the blasts as well. Besides, it's cool to honk your own horn. <laughs> You know, I do have a bit of an issue with this, though, because I sometimes maybe it's just me, but sometimes I feel like it's condescension, you know, when a bunch of teenagers go by and they're like, hey, I'm going to get this redneck trucker. to, And I do it. And they all laugh. So, yeah, I guess I guess we got to do our part. Every kid that does that, I do it just because they laugh. Sometimes. That bill here's the things like the, the, the teenagers do if you don't honk the horn they get mad at you and flip you off but here here's another thing that people don't realize about these newer trucks is, is back in the day the air horns were on top of the truck right all these newer trucks if there's somebody sleeping in the bunk back there and these guys got a horn like he's talking about that'll scare you from 12 miles away <laughs> uh, blow the air horn get somebody sleeping if you're running a team because the horn is running underneath their head yeah uh, that's true oh. you know I, I don't i guess i've never thought of that that probably because so probably fun. because back when I had a team driver uh, <laughs> way back once upon a time, he didn't give two shits about the amount of noise he made up in the front seat when he was going down the road. <laughs> that big chicken radio on full blast talking all that nonsense. I still got that big chicken radio. Oh, let's see. Okay, number four, truck driver communication, safe passing notice. One of the common courtesies that truckers routinely offer each other uh, involves passing safety. The unspoken rule is to flash the headlights to let drivers know they are safe. They are, they have a safe space to re-enter the travel lane. Yes, I'm yeah. getting to it, Steve. Uh, Sometimes <laughs> I, I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> Sometimes I'm lazy. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna mute myself for a second so I can go off. <laughs> Hold on, where is it at? Right there. Sometimes they'll just give you a shout on the radio. the The essential point is that communication helps everyone stay a little safer. And I'm betting, I'm just betting okay. I'm that back. The reason well, Steve is getting getting a little out of hand right there is because it's it's uh it used to be commonplace to give like a little interrupt in the well, hold on stop every truck. Yes, all out there like pretty much anymore that these foreigners have are new trucks. Every new truck foreigners. has a switch to flash the lights, the courtesy <laughs> switch. Every new truck has them, but yes, they, they still got to bright you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. and I had well, the lights on the back of my semi for my work lights. I had, what, 15 or 20 them double bar <laughs> LED, I would mash them on them every time they do that too. Yeah, but what they don't realize, like those back in our back in the day when we first started driving, the high beams weren't, weren't that bad. Now you got low beams, you can see up a June bug's ass from six yep, miles. Exactly. <laughs> we lost Dave. What happened to him, Bill? No, right we lost you. I don't have him on my screen. I got all four oh. of us, so we're. I only good. got three. 
Well, just oh. keep on trucking. Oh, yeah, you're on. You're on. You're on. You're in the recording. So well, yeah. Say something, it's, Dave. It's, it's Dave. Hi, how shit. you doing? This is Dave. Welcome to I Dave. Don't have him at all. Dave's Dave's the only one with shitty internet on here. I can see. I'm everybody. plugged in directly. How can I have shitty fucking internet? Well, because you won't pay ten dollars for a few more. Do you have him on your screen? Yeah, yeah, he's on here. I don't have him. I don't have no sound. Nothing from him. All right. Well, geez. I got the other two. No, you don't do anything, Dave. It's fine. I don't. It's problem on his end. I, yeah, I can hear the three, all three of you guys. You got to narrow all three. Who? Okay. What's well, it for? <laughs> I've got everybody, Steve. It'll come back. Um. Anyway, where were we? Truck driver communication, CB radios. Boy, are we ever pissing into the wind now. Uh <laughs> It's no secret that people take an alter ego on social media and make regrettable posts and tweets. To say this is considered completely unacceptable on trucker to trucker CB radio channels would be a huge understatement. <laughs> oh, or I'll whip your you ass. Kidding? Where are you at, you son, bitch? <laughs> there are you wide... damn CB Rambo, where you at? Oh, I got a chain belt and CB Kung Fu, bae. Oh my God! Uh, there are wide-ranging <laughs> reasons why unspoken truck driving ban uh, rules ban outlandish smack talk ban. Well, you know, back in the day, when back in the day when Bill and I when Bill and I used to run around, <laughs> oh, we could talk about the third degree black belt, Rambo black belt, but <laughs> nobody turns the radio on anymore, man. Problem is, everybody's on the phone. Yeah, making making TikTok videos. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. And, and you don't hear nothing. Are they talking about Trump? Are they talking? Are they start arguing about politics? Oh, don't start here, them, Oh yeah. No, Bill. Bill likes <laughs> to get on there when we're down through Arkansas. You know, I think Bill Clinton's the best president we ever had. And just sit back. <laughs> you remember when I used to do that? Uh, see, Clinton, Clinton was president when we were teaming. And Here's the thing, though. Bill, let me tell you the little story about Bill getting on the radio. Here we go. We go on across Texas one night. Bill was driving, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Radio talking to somebody. And he kind of yells at me. He says, hey, man, I, kinda, I need your help. And I said, what? Need my help with what? You driving across Texas, man, just stay on the interstate, keep the rubber side down, we're good. He said, Man, I've been talking to this dude. He said, I think he's a little, you know, a little funny. I said, We mean funny. He said, I think he likes me. And uh come to find out, he, he was talking to one of these fellas. And uh this guy was following him across Texas, waiting for him to stop so he could violate his ass. <laughs> That oh, is a distortion so of the truth. Yeah. On the radio. <laughs> no, what guy, happened? Was what happens actually even was he doing his voice? Was he doing one of his voices? Oh yeah, he was. But he trying to, he was trying to get some actions what it was, I think. No, <laughs> he, he didn't need fuel. While I'm in the bunk sleeping the way I'm done, then you can do all that. <laughs> hey, why no. don't you bring Dave back up on my screen so I could have him in the conversation? I uh, I've got everybody right here, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I got I'll do, I'll do it. You he two and that's it. With that, when I had to get on the on the radio and tell this fellow I worked for the highway patrol, and if he didn't stop harassing Bill, that uh, we were going to have to take him to jail. Because this guy was actually literally following him across Texas, waiting for him to stop so he could violate him. There he is. Is that better, Steve? What'd you do? I just turned it off and restarted it. Yeah, you're back now. Yeah. Well, anyway, what actually, <laughs> how I remember this story was we were going across Texas and I pulled into a rest area. 
and you were that feeling lonely. Were Mistake number that. one. <laughs> Didn't you, what movie was that where they said he, the guy gets out of the car and he's falling over a guy sucking dresser <laughs> <laughs> everywhere? Oh, so, like, sucking oh, toes. It's the bathhouses of the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. What, pickle park of what happened <laughs> well what what happened was i pulled into a parking spot i was just taking a break and i noticed somebody in a car flashing headlights and i was young well, that's gang that nowadays that's gangs i was young and i didn't know what was going on so i flashed mine i thought maybe it was, hey. hold on first off what do you consider young how old was you 20 what well, was we 24 23 yeah somewhere right in there it was a long time. um <laughs> couple punks yeah oh man dude we were <laughs> having a ball um we'd pop them little freaking white pills <laughs> i like them black ones the mollies <laughs> i know we used to buy no, we, yeah it wasn't nothing 357 illegal. magnums all the good stuff we gotta. We need to specify that they guys were on caffeine highs, sitting there with the sinks. It was ephedrine, but yeah. Anyway, I get going. This guy gets out on the road and follows me, right? And this was on the other side of Houston, and this guy followed me all the way to San Antonio. Oh yeah, uh, two almost two hundred miles. And then Dan gets up to smoke a cigarette, and he's sitting there. Yeah. I didn't wake him up. He got up, smoked a cigarette. This is my story. <laughs> And I was like, dude, I might have a problem. I might need you to take over. I got to take a piss. You know why? Why? What's going on? I said, I got this dude following me, man. He, and he's he's working awfully hard for it. And I don't remember if he came up beside us or if he eventually just gave up. But I mean, he 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 it was hours. He followed me. Yeah, he followed for hours. I got on the radio and told him I was a Texas a Texas state trooper, and he didn't stop following us. It was funny. The guy finally quit following us. Yeah. But I think he was looking to percolate Bill, I'm just saying. That is and not the last queer that... For two hours, too. That's not the last time that's happened to me. In fact, I've had one in recent years, and it was in broad daylight. Pulled up next to me. Pulled up next to me. I thought I, I looked at Bill, you on... said you wouldn't tell nobody. <laughs> It's 2022, baby. It's 2022. Come out with it. <laughs> Look here. I'm looking down at this dude. This dude's got, he, he's got this thing out messing with it, and it goes down to the bottom of his knee cap. He's jealous. A little. You wanted to, you want, you thought, you wanted to play upset. some baseball and see who could get to the end of it, didn't I you? Was, I was a little PO'd because this dude's got something like that, and he's trying to get another man. <laughs> okay. Yeah, those but, are exits. Why wouldn't you go for an entrance? I mean, for crying out loud. <laughs> but you know, he he finally gave up on me and tried tried his luck with the Sherman Sherwin Williams truck in front of me. I don't know if it ever did work out for him, but <laughs> now you think dudes would be looking for smaller ones, you know? I don't know. Matt, maybe we should change the subject. All right, number five. Truck driver communication. <laughs> no, we got to go. We got to move on. Number six, yeah. know your trucker driver lingo. Yeah, this is important. Uh, C.W. McCall immortalized truck driver lingo in his 1975 number one hit song, Convoy. They call me the rubber duck and I get the hammer down 10-4. <laughs> the second verse goes something like, was the dark of the moon on the 6th of June in a Kenworth pulling logs. Cab over Pete with a reaper on and Jimmy hauling hogs. 
<laughs> How many people know what Jimmy Holland hogs mean? Not very it's many. GMC. Yeah, it's a little GMC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Wait, one, in the, and the, one in the movie was a GMC cab over with no sleeper. Right. That's- Pulling a, a uh-huh. livestock trailer. Yeah. Yep. You didn't need a sleeper. <laughs> you had them, uh, you had them uh, toothpicks. Yeah. That's a rock dry lids open. Yeah. <laughs> well, them toothpicks. What they used to soak them toothpicks with some uh, horse tranquilizer yeah. or something? No, no, they they cinnamon. <laughs> yeah, it's Still. cinnamon. It yeah, was right for the horse tranquilizer. <laughs> oh, okay. Number seven. Never talk are, about are the you load all- you're hauling. <laughs> never talk about the load you're hauling. Some guys are showing it. Yeah. So you're, uh, so you're hauling some government shit, and they want to follow you. Right. As the saying goes, loose lips sink ships, although you might meet a lot of great and honest people in and around the trucking profession. Let's <coughs> common let common sense prevail. Dave's gone again. Dave's gone again. What's going on, Dave? <laughs> Dave's got crappy internet. I'm getting tired of it. Uh, I'm done. Cor- I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Never mind. I got a movie. According- Don't mind me. Go ahead. Uh, according to the FBI recording reports of cargo theft, top 33 million. Yeah. What you got going on there, Dave? Uh, I don't know. The furnace kicked off and the house went dead. Tell Yoder to pedal the bike faster, would you? I guess so. <laughs> yeah, Bill, that- you're talking about i still have that the only problem is i can't put it in this truck is every time i key the microphone all the lights go off and and the truck wants to shut off and quit running off <laughs> you need a bigger fuse yeah and, yeah <laughs> uh let's see fbi reporting reports of cargo theft top 33 million dollars in 2018 <laughs> and the stolen goods range from 2018 how old is this where'd you get this article dave yeah geriatrics are us there's not a lot of <laughs> Etiquette drivers on the internet. That's okay. There's right not now. a lot of etiquette on the hey, on the road babe, either. There's not a lot of new news out there that's worth the crap. I, yeah, I know. I yeah. a bunch. I wonder if we could just make up crap on the spot and nobody would yeah. ever call us. What have you been doing? This, this, this was pretty good for it. Was pretty good for what I found. You it did good. Do. You could. You did good, Dave. <laughs> well, speaking of Bill, there's one about cargo theft. <laughs> There's a place up in Twinsburg, Ohio, we delivered to called VSA. It was a vendor's supply, and they're all over the country. And these container haulers would op- back right up to the dock with the doors closed. They would lift the door up, and it was the big door where they could break the seal and swing the doors inside the building. Yeah. And uh, they opened the door. There wasn't no bolt on it to cut off. They opened the door. Like five pallets of candy are gone. <laughs> There's three knocked over. Somebody broke it open, started stealing. He goes, "You want any? Just take it." <laughs> they ain't gonna know. <laughs> wow. I wonder how much of that though. You got to wonder how much the driver is involved at some point. You know, all of it, pretty much. <laughs> well, well, you see, like the ones out of Chicago where they're coming out of there, the container yards where they got all the. The tape and stuff on every seal and corner, the bolts, double bolts, and then the the cable between the poles. Seen them, and then they even uh, band it with a banding that's got a number on the crimper. So, yeah. yeah, they're trying to. I don't know. 
All right, pay it forward. Uh, number eight, pay it forward. Lend new truck drivers a hand. Whether the situation calls for uh, for helping a driver back into tight dock or lending some advice, truck drivers are all in it together. Upstart drivers will find that tractor trailer veterans will get out of their cabs and offer you hand signals when backing up. Long-standing professionals have a lot of insider information that will help you successfully navigate a career when you ac accumulate useful information or see another trucker who could use a hand pay it forward okay i've got a soapbox jump on here real quick um bill real quick before that your, your cargo theft they say right now is about 30 billion a year uh, it's today's, I, uh, today's numbers well that's an increase so 30 billion a year they say right now it uh you know and i don't know what the answer is i mean it, we come up with fancy techniques to track the trailers and and uh oh there's cameras on the inside of the trailers now sometimes and um the yeah, big It'll take long to disconnect all that crap and, and yeah. Take off. I mean, it literally. Well, all our trailers got trackings on it, but to do it, you got to climb up on the roof to hook it. So, same as yeah, our the, trucks. Well, the last trailer I had, it was a new, it was newer dry van, and they, mm -hmm. they didn't have the, that tracking system on. They had it, but they didn't have it connected. Well, <laughs> would have been really easy to steal mine because they, they had the guy come hook it up, and instead of him running the wires the right way, he just attached it to the front outside of the trailer. I could have just walked up, snipped the wires, stole the trailer, and took off with it. No, we didn't know where it went. <laughs> It'll keep the honest man out. <laughs> yeah. That's about yeah, it. Shane, my dispatcher called me one day and goes, why is your truck sitting in one place and your trailer's going down the highway? I go, damn it, they found it and they stole it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that couldn't be because he has no clue where any of his trailers actually are and who's actually pulling them. Yeah, I got more on well, that. I, he gave me 603 to take down to Mississippi next week, right? And yeah. then last night he calls me up and says, Yeah, you got a load of shred on there. You got to deliver first. I said, Let me see if I understand this correctly, Shane. You want me to deliver a load of shred to Columbia City, come back to New Haven, load that, load those uh, hockey pucks, you call them, take them down to Mississippi, deliver that, reload in Elliott, Mississippi, take that up to LaGrange, Kentucky, deliver it, get back to Indianapolis, pick up a load of shred, take that to Columbia City, deliver it. And by be Wednesday home. night. <laughs> <laughs> you uh i got a fast truck but yeah right put the wings on it i told him i said i don't think that last load of shreds gonna happen and that's the best case scenario he's yeah. like oh no i know you can do it like, yeah you're taking hits from the bong again well yeah he's, he's been in the 90s bro and in, in the early 80s and the 70s when you could do that kind of yeah yeah no we got the e-logs now and Oh, yeah, let's talk about uh, that. Yeah, you get yelled at for speeding as it is. Oh, you know, the camera's got a new thing. It, like, barks at you when you're speeding right. now. I know. But you know, how many how many people were in the country that you were saying earlier uh, with the e-logs that you brought that up? Uh, like, they said statistically it was going to change the accidents because kids were tired. It was going to do this. It didn't change nothing. It just made everybody else in a, in a bigger ass hurry because they got to beat the log book because you yeah. can't stop. What it made I, is every truck stop full at five o'clock at night because everybody's yeah. got to park the truck because you I got have, no time. I, I have this feeling we're never going to see the actual numbers 
uh, to back up an argument against e-logs and all this extra regulation because uh, I'm, I'm willing to bet that it did nothing to solve the problem or even it, make it any better. Here's the thing. It changed very little, but it, like he said, it screwed up the parking even more. And then, then you got the, then you got the states now closing down how many of the rest areas like Arizona yeah. I live, and I-40 had one, two, three, three or four rest areas going across I-40. They closed the one in Flagstaff down and completely took it out. You can't even park there anymore. Now they reopened it back up for parking because people were parking on the ramps and it was over. People were bitching because they were by the people's houses before it's with trucks running. And I get it. Yeah. So they opened it back up, but there's no facilities there. Yeah. But how many I don't places? remember there being a lot in Flagstaff to begin yeah. with. But uh, I haven't been out there in a while. Okay. Stuff has changed though. Like how many states have actually fully closed the rest area, and now we're on e-logs. We don't have a choice but to park. And then want to write people tickets for being on the ramp. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Unspoken. Okay, so here we go. Number nine: unspoken truck stop rules of etiquette. Boy, that's an oxymoron if I've ever heard one. Truckers would be well served to approach driving through rest areas and truck stops as they were parking lots, which they are. Regardless of your hurry, steadying through at three to five miles per hour is perfectly reasonable. And if you are. They'd have an L.A. rush hour backup in the truck stop parking lot. Come on, man. (laughs) And if you are a newer driver worried about getting enough speed to re re reacclimate your rig to a highway or interstate truck stop speed is not the solution you'll only make a risky name for yourself on the cb radio got it buddy Surprised didn't say good, buddy. The, the idiots that got the jake break on and truck stop and they're oh, shifting here the parking lot concrete <laughs> cowboy game yeah straight pipes and they come in here at two o'clock in the morning on flat ground turn their jake break on with an empty trailer come on man Hey, oh, must think, think ain't nobody going to get out and beat his ass for doing that. Or they're bobtailing. <laughs> oh, well, number 10. Got guys coming in here in the middle of the night trying to back up with a damn backup beeper on, too, on top of that. We have those. I used to be guilty of one of them. Guilty. And yeah. you, you start backing in and people are giving you dirty looks. I'm like, I'm just going to take my sweet old time. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've literally I might I've, pull up two or three times like a rookie and back in again. <laughs> they must be checking that when they do service because well, I've I've cut the wires three times and they keep well, looking it back up. You know, DOT yeah. checks for it. They asked me that last time they did my you back up alarm work. Yep, it's a pain in the ass. I never had them ask me about that. I've never had in them ask. North Carolina, the top of the hill there at the gap. I had, I had a level in, four there in in, in Indiana. Indiana. In a random in Hope. time, if I had a pillow and a blanket on my bed, I said, "Yeah, why?" And uh, he says, "Well, is your bed made?" I said, "Yeah." And he says, "I said, why are you asking me if I got a pillow and a blanket?" I said, "You have a pillow and blanket on your bed at home?" He says, "Yeah." I said, "Okay, this is my home, away from home, so of course I got a pillow and a blanket." I said, why would you ask me something like that? I've never been asked that all these years I've been driving. He says, "Well, you know, it shows. It says in the rule book over here." And he says, Open this big old book up, and he's showing me. It says that you have to have a pillow and blanket in your truck, or they can put you out of service. I said, seriously? Yep. Yeah, you've got to have the proper accoutrement. People fight about that privacy. Yeah, but I mean, how many people? How many people actually that are out here weeks and weeks on end <laughs> don't have a pillow and blanket? Yeah, I don't. That's kind <laughs> of what's your de- what's your definition of pillow? 
Water well, up coat is my definition of a pillow. Oh, whatever. <laughs> your little bath and body works pillow and blanket. Hey, you got hey, hey, there hey. And your little smelling salt mister, all over your my his mister pillow, pillow. body pillow. <laughs> I got one of them. Oh, I got the body pillow. Don't don't be coming down on that body pillow now. You got to wrap. You get a little bit of flesh between your legs. You got to have something to wrap it around. Anyway, let's move on. We're getting. But back in the day, he's got a high and tight, and he he he's in the bathroom taking a shower, and you walk by the thing because I finished before he did, and you walk by, and all you hear is a hair dryer going in there. Oh, you know, blow drying your hair for you. I don't have any man. You put your foot. Up on Sometimes you gotta blow blow dry the bottom half. Drying his hair, it was a little lower, it's a little farther. So, <laughs> I hate to break it to you guys, but, but there was a time when you had there was a time when I was kind of pretty. I was kind of a, I was a good looking guy. All right, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna candy coat it, and it was a lot of work. It was to keep that. We keep can that tell going. you've quit. Let me mute my mic for a second here. <laughs> bag with his clothes in it, and the other bag was one of those suitcases on wheels with his hair dryer and his, his perfume. And his oh, shut the hell up! <laughs> hey, you brought him on. You gotta take it. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, number ten. This is gonna be two hours or better. Uh, only the squeegee to wash your windows. You only use the squeegee to wash your windows. Okay, here. Not we go. your feet. <laughs> Where are we going with this? <laughs> this may sound like a quirky trucker rules, but uh, but take a moment and consider what happens if you use the squeegee for anything else but windows. Take, for example, a fuel tank covered and stuck on grit, caked on leaky diesel. It makes sense to get that off while cleaning the tractor's exterior. Then the next driver picks up the same squeegee and soils their windshield with grime. Is this a thing? It's uh, a if you don't already know how hard it is to get filthy diesel off a windshield, you don't want to know. It's one of those unspoken driving rules until someone does it. After that, yeah. the other driver will be speaking to you. Yeah, I don't yeah. use them unless they're blue. You see how many times that we that we'll pull in to get fuel in a truck stop or something, and one of these guys out here with the squeegee talk about this. They're out there with the squeegee washing their truck off. Rinsing that they'll wash this thing, then they're not even getting feel, and there's five people behind them trying to get feel, and they want yeah. to get off at them. <laughs> well, that it's that ought to be on the list right there. Is sitting there doinking around in the truck and in, in the uh, fuel lane when you've got a line behind you. Oh, they'll pull uh, in there and take a minute break. Come on, man. I had oh yeah. Truck, you taking a thirty minute break? I said, look here, man. I said, let me help you out. I'll park your truck on the railroad tracks with you in it. You take your thirty minute break out there, dude. I got shit to do. <laughs> Uh, number 11, educating newer CDL holders who are still learning. Every professional requires some degree of on-the-job learning. The problem the trucking industry struggles with is that the learning curve can have tragic consequences. Some truckers call pointing out mistakes policing. Given that the vast majority of truckers are good, hardworking people... <coughs> <coughs> A friendly, a friendly heads up. A, a friendly heads up about an issue should suffice. <laughs> Truckers need to take care of their own and cover up each other's backs. Like yeah, they can cover like, you up on your ass over out here for getting in the way because he's. Oh the, yeah, okay. I was going somewhere else with that. 
You know, one one problem I we're losing you, Dan. Breaking up a little bit there. Anyway, it's been crazy. It ain't like it was back in the day, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah. The one problem I've had, and I've brought this up before, is how historically jobs where you know people can are considered professional. Bear with me, guys. Um, it's a job where you're kind of expected to you know do your thing and then pass pass down what you've learned to the next generation of drivers. And I really think that we've uh, lost some of that. You know where we brought up our kids to not do this for a living, didn't we? We brought them up to go to college and get a job, you know, in an office. That way they can be miserable and want to put a bullet in their heads, you know. And yeah. I, So where are you going with this? <laughs> well, I because, you know, a lot of people, we got nothing, Steve. There's a little red thing up in that corner of the screen. It looks like he's muted on there. You know, it's gone oh, yeah. now. I was yeah. saying, Bill, then we got Snyder, Swift, J.B. Hunt, and all them to give three-day CDL class driving schools and turn them loose. Don't forget CR England. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about CR England, man. They, they look, two weeks you go to their school, two weeks you go with a trainer. Two weeks after that, they put three students in a truck and, and one truck, and then after they finish that three weeks down the road, then, then – uh, each one of them can get out of the truck and into their own and, and teach somebody else how to drive. Come on. Let's say Swift, Swift is four weeks and you're a trainer. Yeah. What yeah. do you know? <laughs> but is, is this nothing more than the industry responding to the lack of good training? You know, the guys who are who are veteran truck drivers that are willing to, because I'm going to admit this right now. I, I, would rather swallow broken glass than train young people how oh, to drive. I thought but, you were going to tell us you were a professional and get to sit in a spot. To you know, Beth out. told me I'm a professional. <laughs> Beth called me a professional, so you guys can just suck it. I'm <laughs> telling you. Sitting on your bucket or what? That doesn't, yeah, it's not, I always not wondered good. in 1976 when it said professional driver, the old 76 truck yeah. stop, who got to yeah. sit there? Well, it's Bill. <laughs> That's <laughs> I got My dad, too. Back in the day when I was like eight or nine, drinking coffee at 2 or 3 o'clock <laughs> at the old 76 truck stops. <laughs> God, the nights we used to sit at that U-shaped table drinking coffee just to try <laughs> to get one ball? piece of... Huh? At the orange ball? At the orange yeah, ball, yeah. At the orange ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know Susie worked there? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's funny. He started laughing first, Bill. Well, it's just that I couldn't name all the females that we probably tried to. We'd spend all night all night on a couple of females trying to. <laughs> back hey, you, in the, could him, you could tell him about your fiasco in Amarillo. I mean, you know, we can talk about that with the Petro. I was waiting for you to bring that up. I couldn't believe that wasn't the first story you told. <laughs> you know, there's plenty of stories, man. But <laughs> ask him to tell you about the Amarillo, the Petro. She had one eye. She had a glass eye. It's not a big deal. <laughs> So, hey, no, I, had one, I had a one leg once, so. They're sitting up here in the front. I'm in the back trying to lay down to go to sleep. They're sitting up here in the front, and I had the curtain closed, and all I hear is him say, holy shit, oh, my God. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And he tells me about the next day, like, she had popped this eyeball out, and he said there was, like, this string of goo hanging. There was. 
It was. Gross. I think you told me that, Bill. Yeah, she was. She was working all night. I mean, we 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 was we hounded these two females and at the Petro all night long, and then they ended up leaving with us. And, no, the one did. You another one left, and the other one left at home. If you remember, and then you. Oh, and then I laid in the back. Well, anyway, um, pop it out, and make money on the side. Yeah, we went over. I didn't do anything to it. I didn't. I couldn't do it. Do I think I just, they popped that eyeball out? It scared the hell out of them, I think. No, because we ended up going to her car after that. So. <laughs> and you that popped one ball out, didn't you, Bill? It didn't scare me. I mean, it was... give new meaning to somebody. That's somebody's oh. daughter. Remember that, Bill, when your daughter, your, this, this, how old is she? Almost yeah. thirteen. Oh, that, let me tell you something. I am pr- I am proactive with that right there. Uh, um, Bill, I had three girls. You want me? I can ruin you pretty good. <laughs> I'm doing it like you did, Steve. I have two girls. So. <laughs> no. And I, I I wouldn't want them. To, the The sad thing is, I wouldn't want any any dudes that are anything like any of her brothers to get hold of her either. Yeah. So. All right, number 12 and the final one. Uh, give fellow truckers a heads up about career opportunities. Uh, seasoned drivers typically earn higher salaries than upstarts. The trucking really? industry. Hmm? Really? Uh, yeah. Apparently. Man, them guys all complaining at work and hiring them new guys. From no, no. But see, them ain't drivers. Oh, them that's are, what it is. Them's window lickers. He'll <laughs> <laughs> tell you, uh, he's got drill holders. He's got drivers, he's got steering wheel holders, and he's got window lickers. Way he'll yeah. Oh, he's okay. got a lot of window lickers. Okay. And I look at him and say, hey, boss, where's another one at? Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I bet. I bet. And I started pulling this reefer wagon again. And <clears> attic, <throat> I learned what they meant by steering wheel holders. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, by the same token, every CDL professional driver's professional deserves to maximize their earning potential. That's why one of the unspoken trucking rules is to tell your buddies about career opportunities like the ones listed at cdljobs.com. Tell me, uh, Dave, where'd you get this article from? I believe if you read it at the top, it said (laughs) (laughs) cdl.com. And and if they won't hire you, Walmart's going to pay you 140 grand. (laughs) Wow, that number just keeps going up every time somebody tells that story. Well, I thought they had to have that uh, non-texting app on their phone to drive for Walmart. I saw a guy. I've got. Yeah, past him. He's over there texting on his phone, driving on highway. Yeah, I've got a buddy that drives for him. A buddy of mine drives for him. He says that they've got a rule. They can only talk on their phones for 10 minutes out of every hour. They've got a camera pointing at their face and everything like that. Yeah, but don't Uh, they have that? Have that uh, text uh, non-texting app on their phones before they before they leave and stuff. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah, that's that's an onion story. That might be a that might be one of those <laughs> wise tales. Yeah, but it's and I was sitting here thinking somebody somebody worked at Walmart told me that he worked there for years and they had to have that text non-texting app. <laughs> yeah, I know if you guys work here and I used to work with the Genova and same way. Hey Steve, are yes, you going to read us your stories this week? Oh yeah. So, I don't well, know who's going to believe them, though. Well, that's why you got to read them to us. You got to so, make believers out of us. We're going to move on to our last segment here. We got to we got to keep things moving here. Um, <laughs> we got some of uh, 
Steve's true or not, anybody that's new to the show, this is this is a section where um, we'll read some news articles and then try to guess whether or not it's real news. And I got to tell you, maybe I'm just thick in the head, but uh, I got to say, uh, Steve's creativity with these articles is pretty top notch. So without further ado, go ahead, Steve, give us our first one. <coughs> mm, excuse me. Okay, number oh, one that didn't work, did it? <laughs> What's that? No, I didn't even hit it. So I have my key in my other hand. <laughs> number one, lung distance chain smoking. Grandpa runs a marathon in three point five hours. Bill, it says here he uh, he puff puff past the other marathoners in this smokes in this smoking run. A Chinese grandpa redefined smoking the competition after running the entire marathon in just three and a half hours while puffing away on cigarettes. Images of chain-smoking athlete are lighting up Weibo, the Chinese social media platform, as fans praise the respiratory fortitude. The 50-year-old runner, known as Uncle Chin. Can you do any Chinese voices, Bill? Oh, well, you know, no knowing what you're talking about. Uh, says he accomplished the breathtaking feat i'm not even gonna try and pronounce this town axe and angie jing marathon and no zing gang zing zang zong zing gang running the entire 26 point whether (laughs) either smoking or lighting up a cig some smoke smoking might seem like it would be at odds with long distance running. However, tobacco loving grandpa reportedly managed to complete the event in an impressive three hours and twenty eight minutes and forty five seconds. No uh, a good marathon of time according to the marathon handbook. As a result, Uncle Chen placed five hundred and seventy fourth out of around fifteen hundred runners. I'm trying to get my cursor over here a bit on Uh, and a certificate posted on Weibo. Meanwhile, images show the marathon runner sprinting. You have to share the pictures, Bill. I don't know how to do that. Uh, Health conscious Edward Morrow. Needless to say, social media were impressed that he managed to finish the race while smoking without secondhand smoke. There he is. See the old fellow with a cigarette? So he was smoking while he was running. While he was running, yes. And it wasn't his first rodeo. In 2018, the Siggy-loving marathon man finished the Guangzhou Marathon three hours and 36 minutes. He also completed the 2019 Zama Marathon in three hours, 32 minutes, proving not only is smoking not hindering his performance, but it may actually be improving it. So do you believe this picture I got with this guy smoking? If he actually ran this mar- these marathons, I th- I, I'm going true. Are you? Yeah. What do you think, Dave? I'm Get off the fall. TikTok and <laughs> TikTok. Well, this one is true. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't let you didn't let our guest guess. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> At the same That's- time, but I was just. Yeah. Well, what would, I, uh, what would you have said, Dan? I would have said true. I was, I was thinking it was true. Yeah, because I knew guys in the Army that they, they would smoke one before a run, 
He's smoking it while he's running, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it. I wonder how many cigarettes it took him. I thought it took longer than three hours to run a marathon. Hey, Bill. That was from the Huffington Post. (laughs) The Huffington Post. Where's my rim shot, Dave? Man. Too late. He's He's too busy looking at his TikTok. Yeah. No, I'm trying to see how long it takes to run a marathon because that time limit seems a little Three short. Three and a half hours? Well, it depends on how long the marathon is. If it's a 26 mile or 26, 17 mile. miles regular, but yeah. yeah. Okay, number two. You ready? Yeah, now let's have it, baby. Headline You inhaled it. Illinois man accidentally inhales a drill bit during a dentist visit. Wow. Yikes. Kenosha, Wisconsin. A routine trip to the dentist was anything but routine after an Illinois man inhaled the dentist drill bit and had to go to the hospital to get it removed last month. Jesus. Tom Josie, 60, told WISN, they're on your side. He went to the dentist having a cavity filled when he was told he swallowed a tool. I didn't really even feel it go down. All I felt was a cough. When they did a CT scan, they realized you didn't swallow it. You inhaled it, he said. Doctors believe Jossie inhaled just before he coughed, sending the one-inch drill bit into Jossie's lung. Dr. Abdul Alvarez of Aurora Medical Center, Kenosha, Wisconsin, said the bit was so deep that normal scopes couldn't reach it. Jossie said he was told that if he couldn't be taken out, out, part of his lung would have to be removed. Wow. Alarez and his medical team decided to try a newer device to remove the object, one designed for early detection of cancer. Video of the scan shows the medical team was able to navigate the narrow airways, which reached the drill piece, and pull it out with harming Jawsy. I was never so happy as when I opened my eyes and saw him with a smile under that mask, shaking a little plastic container with the tool in it, Jawsy said. Jawsky said he now keeps the drill bit on his shelf at home. What do you think, Dan? Hang on, I was dealing with my four-year-old. I'm sorry. So we were getting everything uh, from up on the I'm down in here. She was getting into everything, but I heard something about a lung and a drill bit. Well, it's just a I'm guy sorry. guy got a drill bit in his throat. He, uh, a, he was at a dentist, dentist office and sn- coughed or sneezed, and it went down his lung instead of his throat, and they had to ha- surgically remove it. Uh, I'd say false. Go ahead, Dave. I think they should have stuck a magnet on his belly and just worked it back up to his mouth. <laughs> you watch, you had one of them things you did with the hair on the bald guy, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my God, it ain't a big deal. I'm going with Drew on this one because, hell, you could have stuck a magnet up there and just drawn it right back out. <laughs> that's, that's true, you're saying? Okay. I'm going true. Bill, it is true. Wow, that I am two for two, baby. <laughs> this is no, this is no, this is even my wife said true over here, and I, I'm over here saying false. <laughs> oh man, all right, so number three, yeah, you ready, Bill? All right, for it. Let's see what looking. I'm ready. Headline Man seen dancing on top of an 18 wheeler dies when it passes under a freeway overpass in Houston. False. Uh, false. Right, let me get, let me hear the story. Okay. 
It's probably pretty good. No, but it's false. The driver Florida of the Georgia line, I seen him on top of the trailer <laughs> dancing. The driver of an 18 wheeler did not know the man was dancing and possibly filming himself on a truck's trailer. Police said a man who was dancing on top of an 18 wheeler as it traveled down a Texas freeway died after he was knocked off the vehicle, according to police. The 25-year-old jumped or climbed on top of the truck's trailer as it traveled down East Texas Freeway on Thursday morning. The Houston Police Department's Vehicular Crimes Divisions said in a statement Monday the driver was not aware that someone was on top of the moving truck. According to the release, police added the man was dancing and possibly recording himself. Police said the man fell off the trailer and onto the freeway when the truck passed under an underpass overpass bridge. Mm. Reporters reached out to Houston Police Department for more information on Tuesday. Footage taken of the man was shared on social media in one clip. We need to get the clip. Wow. He appeared to duck underneath a freeway overpass before standing to his feet seconds later. The clip cuts off before the truck reaches another overpass. I think that one was shorter. <laughs> People <laughs> in the New York one? That it's, yeah. <laughs> People who witnessed the disturbing incident posted comments about it on Facebook. I saw the contorted body and broken neck and arm. It was horrible. Way to begin a day, wrote commenter Crystal Davis. <laughs> and I took the time to better day because it was traumatic for myself and, and everyone actually there. Everyone had the look of why did this have to happen? The man was taken to the local hospital. Why did it have to happen? Dead. Police said CBS affiliate KHOU, they're on your side also, said the driver's 18-wheeler was stopped and questioned by police but was released without charges. The name of the man who has died has not been publicly released. Pending verification of his Harris County Institute of Forensic Science, according to the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, an investigation into the incident is ongoing. Oh, this is actually harder than I thought at first. Well, the reason yeah. everybody got a trophy is the reason this is true. <clears throat> so, I'm, so you're saying true, Dave? I'm going true. <laughs> you're on true, Dan? Yeah. I'm going false. It is true. Oh. I'm oh. telling you. I've seen these stupid idiots taking TikTok videos and everything uh, else on YouTube. Why would that one, not make sense? The last one I saw was standing on top of a dry van in L.A. and rush hour traffic on a, on a video, and he was butt-ass naked. He wasn't a little fellow. You gotta be naked when you're on top of a tractor trailer. Okay. So, I don't know how he got up there and don't want to know. <laughs> okay, here you go. So right up your boys' alley. You ready? Oh, here it is. Oh, Number damn. Barbecue. Number four. Mississippi barbecue joint shut down. <clears throat> long time so long time favorite and local water and hole Misty's Rib Shack was shut down last Wednesday. Some of the customers were complaining of a foul odor and odd taste when it came to the barbecue they were being served. The management said they weren't sure about the complaints. That is until the health department was notified and came in for an impromptu inspection. What they found being served as barbecue is actually a number of odd ingredients. They had found their way into the barbecue, or where did I lost my line? They had been using roadkill, among other items. The possum, raccoon, and occasional armadillo found their way into the barbecue pit and being passed off as pork or beef. Gary Rich, the health inspector, said 
He thought there might even been remains of a canine that was found during their investigation. Yuck. Misty's rib shack is shut down for 90 days till that evidence has been gone through, and a number of people confirmed that they had gotten sick. Charges to be filed later date. Yeah. Okay. This is. I'm going. Okay, I know the right answer to this. What is it? Yeah. Huh? Uh, first thing is there's no smell just because there's roadkill. Second thing is if he's barbecuing animals, meat is cooked the same way. It doesn't matter if it's frozen or stuff. Yeah. We're not getting sick by eating possum or if it's cooked to the proper temperature and served with the same, you're not going to get sick. Yeah, but in that yep. story that roadkill, if roadkill was on the road for the last week and a half, it, it's bad meat to start with, then you're going to get it. Yeah, that's true, too. That's bad meat, right. Yeah, But exactly. if they're picking it up, but you know it's bad meat, by that point, when you're looking at it, you can see that it's bad meat. Smell it, too. I mean, it, it smells different. Yeah. And so going smell, and scraping up roadkill is easier than just going to the store and getting a well, it's cheaper. rack of ribs. and you got to save money, you know. They can't get that. I watched the Beverly Hillbillies. Granny killed lots of roadkill and nobody died. So, Uh, what are you saying? True or false, Dave? It's going to kick off. The furnace kicked on. (laughs) 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 Uh, I say say it is false. You're saying false. false. What do you say? I'll say false, too. Two falses. False. I was going to say, Bill, are you froze? What happened there? <laughs> uh, Did you stop and miss it? Whether to go against you for a change. <laughs> it is false. Yeah. yeah. So look, three to three today. Bill, well, now we, you got to find where Missy's because we'll be down there next week. Yeah, we're going to have to find Missy's rib shack and <laughs> tell her the bad news. Yeah. <laughs> we know about <laughs> You guys ever go to Arkansas and stop down there next? Yeah. It's yeah. terrible. Place. Oh, I love oh shut up! Disgusting, man. I never. I was seriously. I I've ate there many times, and every time I eat there, I give them another chance, and it's just terrible. It tastes like yeah, crap. Yeah, kind of like, kind of like the office bar and grill. Uh, <laughs> I I give places oh, second chances, dude. Yeah, and it's just there. Like Bill, you remember all the years? These rib check. Here, man, and we never stopped out there to Big Texan, and and uh, my wife said, uh, what "Was it last year? Last year she said." Uh, she said, we need to stop at that place. And I said, you know, I've never eaten there in all these years. I've been driving across here. I never stopped there. And we actually stopped there. And it's really good. Uh, it's real good. We stopped there every chance we get. Wasn't you? Didn't you eat there last time you was out there, Dave, a few months back? Yeah. Big, big Texan. Yeah. I, yeah. The last time I went to 72 ounce. We literally sat there and watched this little skinny fella, man. He couldn't have weighed more than like 120 pounds soaking wet. Eat that damn five pound steak. Well, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. I don't take I much. In. I don't take much, dude. <laughs> I walk into the bar and I order the eight ounce, and I'm happy. Yeah, yeah it's whatever. Watch this little young young kid out there. He's cut probably twenties, real skinny. Couldn't have been like I said, more than 120, 130 pounds. Man, he ate that just old like me. Forty minutes. Yeah, just like you, Steve. <laughs> I couldn't do it. All right. Well, that wraps up everything. I think we ought to probably. We're at a minute, an hour and seven minutes. I guess we ought to draw it to a close. Time flies when you're having fun. Oh, we can't tell. We can't <laughs> stay for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, so yeah, everybody, thanks for for watching, listening. However, you uh, take part, uh, do do us a favor and go and like and subscribe. 
Thank you. Hit the like button on the Facebook, uh, or about some Facebook. Hit the uh, like button on the YouTube. Uh, it helps us out quite a bit. Before we get out of here, guys. Before we get out of here, guys. We are going to be at the Mid-America Truck Show this year. Yeah. We do have a booth. We are going to be booth one or 61012, I think, is our booth number. We're going to be in the West End. But, yes, we have a booth. And get a chance to stop by and check us out. I will get more information as we go. But, yes, we are in the show. And the exact booth number. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that, I believe it that is. booth I'm, number is a little suspect, but we, yeah, you'll find us. We'll be the three the the three guys not not really knowing what we're doing. Yeah, but yeah, uh, we well we talked about this before, but it is official now. We we have been uh, approved and have uh, a place sixty one zero twelve. That is sixty one zero twelve. I do have homework for you guys when we're at the show okay After there oh and i want us i'm gonna cut out some cards and i'm gonna shuffle them i'm gonna, I'm gonna make these cards oh oh big reveal there we go <laughs> there it is there's one of them oh there we go looks good that's Plus yours steve it's good so, but anyways, I want to draw some cards up for you guys. Got to look for these people. A trucker with the cockroach <clears throat> killer cowboy boots and the hat that goes like this, or hat on backwards, headband. You know, make up something. But face tattoo. <laughs> We're gonna be looking for the ones that make on these cards. All we'll right, do like bingo deal. Are we gonna play a game with them? Yeah, uh, I am gonna bring the spin the wheel. So figure out how we can click, 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 click. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we've got a lot of work to do to get prepared for this whole thing. Yeah. Um, this is a big step for us. March? March. March, it yeah. Is la- it's the 31st, 1st, and 2nd. Okay, yeah. got them. We'll be talking about it on every episode leading up, and then we're going to do some – we're going to do a little live action. We're going to do some interviews, hopefully. I I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be all improv. We're not going let to know put, what we're doing. But let me put it to you this way: the, the closer we get, the more nervous we get. Oh, the more already. He has on, don't you, Bill? That says Jeep and it has Dave on his shirt. Yeah. See. Yeah. My girl. Yeah, Jeep. Be sure to stop by and admire Dave's Jeep and tell him how you know you know some lesbians too. <laughs> and I do. Does he have one of those rainbow colored ones too, or no? It's like dark red, but it's bumper sticker on before I leave there. (laughs) I bought a Jeep pickup, and they're all giving me a hard time. Yeah, those aren't bad. I mean, it's not my preference. I've seen quite a few of them. The first time I saw one, I thought they looked kind of weird because you're so. So you prefer the you prefer the Subaru Outback? No. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, all right, kids, we got to get out of here. Yeah, like all and subscribe, right. folks. Uh, get a hold of us. We're on the Facebook. We're on Twitter. I don't. I've not been paying as much attention to the Twitter as as much as the Facebook. But uh, pretty much anything you put on any of these uh, outlets, we'll get it right away. You can email the show uh, show at three ftpodcast dot org. Our uh, website is three ftpodcast dot org, and you can actually uh, make comments on each individual show right there on the website. And you can get a hold of us from there, too. There's links. But anyway, um, we had a great time. Thanks a lot for joining us, Dan. Oh, it yeah, was great. Can... We had a lot of fun. 
<laughs> yeah, thanks. Glad somebody so, could tell some better stories on him. Oh, yeah, we, we, we could do that, but you know, we, he said we were short on time, but we'd be here all night. <laughs> yeah, we would be. <laughs> it would be just, it would be the whole show. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, uh, we'll see you in a fortnight. Until then, I've been Bill. And Dave. And Steve, thanks for stopping by. Have a wonderful week. Have a good one, folks. We'll be right back.